the FT. It's another tumultuous week for Greece, and the country's banks are caught in the middle. I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor, and I'm joined by Martin Arnold, our banking editor, and Ferdinando Giuliano, our economics correspondent, to talk about the issues. Ferdinando, you've been looking in some detail at the banking system in Greece and how it's been drawn into, rather unpleasantly, this whole level of tension that's surrounding the whole bailout and the restructuring of the debt and so on. The banks really are caught in the middle, largely through no fault of their own, aren't they? Absolutely. I think the Greek banks are very vulnerable at the moment, but that's largely the result of the problems of the Greek state. And I would say that there are um, three areas of particular concern for the Greek banks. One is the immediate concern and its liquidity. And it's because of this bank run. I mean, we can't avoid defining it as such at the moment, which is going on in Greece with depositors going to withdraw their cash as they fear possible redenomination from euros into, say, new drachmas. And those withdrawals are running at a pretty hefty rate. They're kind of one to one and a half billion a day, which is about 1% of deposits in the system. Absolutely. And bankers are worried that this trend could accelerate. So the problem with the bank run is that it can start getting some sort of exponential trend all of a sudden, whereby one day you have alpha billion, then the following day you have one billion, then it becomes two billion, then four. And I think that's the fear. And at the other hand, there is the European Central Bank, which is drip feeding liquidity via its emergency liquidity assistance system, but that can only be given to solvent banks. And that's the second worry which is out there, and it's, are these banks solvent? Now, at the moment, the ECB says they are, but there is this big question over their capital holdings, both in terms of sovereign debt and some deferred tax assets. These are credits which the banks are owed by the Greek state. The big question here is, if there is a default, how do we count these tax credits? How do we count the sovereign bonds? And once you start looking at that, then the capital structure of the banks is questioned because you've got capital which may be high in quantity, but the quality is just not there. Mm -hmm. Martin, you wanted to come in. One small reason of optimism is that the emergency liquidity assistance funding, which is the lifeline that the ECB is providing to the Greek banks, has been increased by just under 1 billion euros, which is a smaller increase than the last time they increased it, which suggests that there's some optimism that the flight of deposits from the system is slowing or at least not accelerating greatly. And also that a deal could be in the offing and they may not need this liquidity assistance. I think that this point is absolutely crucial. The market sense that the deal is coming. I mean, we looked at banking shares yesterday. It was a party in the Athens Stock Exchange. And I think that's because the market is sensing a deal there. Now, whether that's true or not, we don't know, because this Greek saga has been going on forever. And we've always been told that deal was coming. And And obviously, if there was no deal, the banks would come immediately under pressure. But as things stand at the moment, maybe there is some ground for optimism. One final technical question for you, Ferdi. The ECB is playing a crucial role in this from many perspectives. As you said, they are the liquidity provider right now. They also have a loan outstanding, which is due for repayment on the 20th of July. And they are the bank supervisor, the ones who ultimately decide on the quality of capital you were talking about. Those are huge conflicts of interest there, really. At what point do they pull the trigger? Because, you know, if we're talking about putting Greek banks out of their misery, we're essentially saying we're evicting Greece from the Eurozone. Is that a decision that the ECB is ever going to make? Or is it such a political question that actually the ECB is powerless? They just have to kind of compromise on all fronts and these conflicts of interest persist. 
Well, it's a decision which for sure the ECB does not want to make. So it's trying to do everything possible to make it clear to everyone that it's not its fault if Greece has to leave the euro. Now, materially, I agree with you, it would be essentially the ECB pulling the plug because what we could end up with in a situation with no deal is the ECB saying, sorry, guys, we can't give you any more emergency liquidity because there is no deal here. You're going to default and you're not solvent. So the rules prohibit us from giving you any more liquidity. And that obviously would trigger a mechanism of its own, more bank run, banks insolvency. The Greek state may need to start printing its own currency in order to recapitalize these banks and to give them some liquidity. But until that happens, until there is a decision by the political elites in Europe that there is no deal, the ECB will be willing to continue drip feeding this liquidity in a very, in a way, <laughs> strange way, because it's not the usual role of the lending of last resort to the banks. It's just, it's very political, but it will continue doing so. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT's Banking Weekly. It's presented by me, Patrick Jenkins, the financial editor at the FT, and I'm joined by a team and an external guest every week. You can find this every Tuesday at ft.com slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.